0: Welcome to Talking with Tremaine, a health and fitness show featuring Tremaine and David Ellis. Together, this husband and wife co-host team will bring you the benefits of what can be your best life. It all depends on your mindset and understanding of what a fit and healthy lifestyle can truly be. Now, here is Tremaine and David.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome. You know what? I feel like I need to have a different opener. I, I say that same thing every week. You do. I do. I mean consistency is good, you know, very it consistent. Is. How how about this? What's up, listening fans? I don't What's know. going? I don't know. I don't no, no? Know. I don't, okay. I don't know. We'll we'll work on that. So for today, hey everyone. <laughs> how about
2: Greetings. You have now reached the Talking with Tremaine program.
1: We're oh, live too on the formal. air. We'll work on it. But in the meantime, (laughs) welcome. (laughs) Welcome to all of our loyal listeners. Thank you once again for tuning in. And as you know, I am the host of the Talking with Tremaine show, Tremaine, and I'm here with my husband and my co-host, David.
2: Yeah, so you already knew once you said that (laughs) one line that you can, I'm pretty sure people are repeating what you're saying.
1: I'm gonna switch it up next week.
2: Because like when they int- when you introduce me, they never know how I'm gonna come in. Sometimes I come in singing, sometimes I come in sleeping, sometimes I come in, I'm running, doing push ups or something like that. But I mean everybody knows exactly what you're gonna say.
1: Not always.
2: It's the same thing <laughs> every week since February twentieth. <laughs> it isn't. Hey,
1: I'm consistent. Well, yeah. But anyway, we are happy to be here with you once again. And for all of our new listeners, welcome. And yeah, this this is what you get. <laughs> this is what you get with us. But it's all good. We love what we do. We have fun with it. And we're just excited to do this week after week.
2: Oh, yeah. And I'm going to change out my responses from exactly... To something else, and we gotta have a word or something for people to do like a push up or something. So if I, you know what? Every time I say exactly, you guys do like five push ups. How about that?
1: But we haven't been push up the other week. Oh. How about
2: burpees, we haven't had them do ah, burpees in a yeah. minute. Five burpees every time I say Jeez, exactly. Jeez,
1: five.
2: So that's two. <laughs> so that means you got ten.
1: No one burpee. One. How about one push up burpee? Because you say it a lot. It's not fair to them. That's your shortcoming. Can't punish them for that.
2: Wow. (laughs) I wish you guys could see my face right now.
1: Yeah. But we are back for another week. But you know what we have to do before we really get into... Time out. I wasn't even going to say that.
2: Yeah, but that's something that you always... That's how you lead into it. But you know... We always got to do something.
1: Anyway, so as you know, (laughs) we've got to make sure that you all did your homework last week. (laughs) So what was our topic about last week? Um, It was about the Daily Double Challenge. I was humming the Jeopardy! tone. Yeah,
2: no. Um, I just
1: gave you the answer.
2: Oh yeah, the Jeez. challenge Challenge yourself, that's right I'm sitting here, I'm stuck But yeah, so challenge yourself What did you guys challenge yourselves with?
1: Yeah, we got some great feedback On different challenges that individuals were doing um, There was one to just read more um, There was a good one to do. Uh, be more consistent In their daily devotionals So that was good there was one to just be more active, challenge themselves to be more active, putting in more active, active hours during their week.
2: We even had somebody come in with us on the water, drinking water for the whole month.
1: Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. I mean,
2: you really can't drink it for the whole month now, but you start
1: for the rest of the month.
2: Yeah, for the rest of the month.
1: Yeah. So, it's good stuff. Definitely keep it going. Uh, As we mentioned, it doesn't have to be, you know, exercises or anything like that, but just anything that's going to help you improve your quality of living, your well-being. Your well-being. And as you know, we have our fitness bingo going on, and we're not going to reveal the results just yet. We actually have, um, we're going to just... Keep it open through the end of the month. I know a lot of people, they don't always catch our show when it airs. So for those who are um, getting in on it later, of course, sadly, they can't win the prize because you had to be the first one to get bingo. But we don't want to just stop it when individuals are still wanting to do it. So it's good stuff, fun stuff. Like I say, we like to be creative and just you know have fun with what we do
2: have fun with what we do exactly oh see there you go right there boom
1: you said you can't say it
2: yeah exactly
1: now you can't say it just so they have to (laughs) do a push up burpee see listeners I'm on your side today that was not fair he did that on purpose but um we have another great show for you we have a Great guests lined up for you as well today. So we've been talking, as you know, about a wide variety of different stuff <laughs> on the show. and when we talk about health and wellness, there's just so much that you know is involved with that. and as we mentioned, it's not just the physical being but it's the whole being mental spiritual emotional and we've touched on a lot of that during the course of our show so we just want to continue on with that our our goal is to bring awareness you know make people more knowledgeable we um one of one of our uh one of our well they were all great shows they were all our better shows but the show that we did on um bipolar disorder and mental health issues we got a lot of positive feedback especially with the bipolar disorder because a lot of people they just didn't know much about it and you know a lot of times we have these ideas in our head because we think we know but we really don't know and one of the one of the things with that was you know individuals with um, with bipolar disorder their mood changes And it's nothing really that they can control. It's a chemical imbalance. And a lot of times people just think, you know, they have an attitude or, you know, there is some kind of mood. And as I mentioned, you know, my best friend has been diagnosed with that uh, disorder. And, you know, people just don't understand that it's not that they're trying to be mean or rude or anything like that. It's just part of their condition. So bringing awareness to... Things like that, as you mentioned on that show, it just helps individuals be able to communicate more effectively with individuals with whatever disorder or health concerns. You know, we had um, we had a show on the show with chronic um, heart fail- congestive heart failure. We had Crystal with her kidney. And you know, there's just so much going on and you know, we just want to bring awareness. These things are real, they don't they don't have an age limit on it. You know, both of those young ladies are in their thirties and you know, we talked about childhood obesity. These things they they're not quote unquote old people diseases anymore. And uh, you know, some things can be prevented, you know, if you take care of yourself. And just be aware of your health status, know what your physical fitness level is. You know, we've talked about it. Go to your doctor, get your regular checkups. Just know your health status. And I know that was a lot, but that was one of my passion moments. It's just like we just we have to do better. And I think once we know better, we'll start doing better.
2: Yes, yes, we will. So even with that, a lot of people, a lot of these um, ailments that we had just mentioned, a lot of these people, they suffer in silence True. Uh, because they don't want to bring up or have someone else feel bad about them. So you really have to talk to people. I know, especially with myself being transparent again, when if someone asks me how I am, I usually everybody always says I'm okay or I'm doing all right. Uh, it takes a person to really know you and to kind of read some of your body language to know what you're going through or that something is wrong. However, a lot of people will they will respond in kind. So I will say to someone in the pitch black darkness of night. Good morning just to throw them off and it takes a minute for them to realize that i'm actually saying good morning but they'll speak back or respond back good morning you have some people who will give you that that eye that can just cut through fruit like a fruit ninja or something like that but again we we just want to make sure you guys are aware of all of these things and one of the things that comes up that you may not know about is what we're going to be talking about today that a lot of people don't have. I mean, I'm sorry. A lot of people who do have it, you would not necessarily know it unless you ask them.
1: Right. And today we're going to be talking about um, type one diabetes and, you know, some of the signs and symptoms, you know, we hear a lot about type two diabetes, you know, that's, that's my thing that I have to stop saying, you know, <laughs> so whenever I say that, you got to give a push up burpee.
2: Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. That wasn't on purpose right there. Mm, I don't
1: know about that, but um, yeah, we hear a lot about type two diabetes and I have several clients and even Close personal friends who who are pre-diabetic, and I I also have a good friend from college who uh, was diagnosed with type two diabetes several years ago, and you know it's sorry there it is <laughs> it's just something that you don't really unless it directly affects you a lot of times we don't really think about it or you know put much I guess I'm saying the same thing (laughs) into it, but these are real people living with these real conditions, and in a lot of cases, especially we talked about, you know, going back to the bipolar disorder show, it doesn't just affect that individual, it affects their family, people around them. A couple of my friends who have, you know, health issues. Sorry, got to do another pushover. <laughs> they uh, they have children, small children. So they definitely want to make sure that they're doing what they need to do to take care of themselves so that they will be around for their kids. And I can say, you know, I can see personally that they're doing just that. It's not always easy But they know that's their why. Their why is their children.
2: Okay, yeah. So.
1: I'm going to need you to pay attention. I am (laughs) paying attention. I'm just waiting.
2: I was waiting to make sure because sometimes you do have pauses and I just don't want to cut you off. But a lot of people who have diabetes, like the biggest one, well, not the biggest one, but the most famous person I think that has diabetes is Patty LaBelle. But she has this killer macaroni and cheese.
0: It is pretty good. And I say killer
2: (laughs) because if you don't have the right stuff around you, it will pretty much put you in a coma.
1: Yeah, that's something you have to only make on special occasions once a year, once every two years. That's not
2: every Sunday meal. It's not (laughs) at all. Like It will put you out.
1: Yeah. But it's good. It is good. But a
2: lot of these people, they do... um, they do have these illnesses, and you would never know. It's just like with asthma. Uh, you know, you have to make sure that you are taking care of yourself, doing all the proper pre- proper uh, precautions. Yeah, there you go. Proper precautions and what have you, and right. you need to check because some of your friends they may not tell you, and you could be feeding them, and you could be pretty much helping them dig their own grave.
1: Very true. Um, as I mentioned, it's, it's not always an easy journey. And if you remember a show several weeks ago, we mentioned we decided to bless, you know, one of our friends, our loyal friend listeners with an air fryer because she was she was really trying to do better, eat healthier And we have been talking about air fryers on the show the previous few couple of weeks. Just it came up a conversation and she just mentioned the conversation. Oh, yeah, I've always wanted to try that. She didn't ask for it. She wasn't, you know, hinting at it or anything. Sorry, that's another one. (laughs) But we saw that this is what she was really wanting to do. She wanted to improve the way she's eating. She wanted to improve her cheese. So we wanted to help her do that. And she sent pictures. She's using it. So it's good stuff.
2: As long as she uses it when we stop through.
1: (laughs) Very true. Very true.
2: So we're coming up on this first commercial break. Since you guys have had to do a whole bunch of burpee push-ups with (laughs) We need you to do high knees. High knees. Get that heart rate up.
1: Knees to the chest, abs
2: in tight. Oh, yeah, gotta keep that ab and the core tight. Um, mm-hmm. But again, and we talked about the core, with the core runs uh, below the, the nape of the chest muscles all the way to the, I think it's right below the girdle of the um, pelvis. But anyway, we'll catch you right back after this commercial break.
0: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
3: Training with Tremaine is where you want to visit for your motivation and results. Stop by to find out about our training programs. We offer both one-on-one training as well as group training for corporate functions and organizations. We offer boot camps, couch to 5K, and road to 10K running programs. And coming soon virtual training. Also, take a look at our store for the best in motivational products like t-shirts in both kid and adult sizes. Visit our site at
0: trainingwithtremain.com. That's trainingwithtremaine.com. Can you truly expand your possibilities beyond what your normal capabilities are? It's very possible when you can know more, do more, and be more. Tune in each week to Shift Happens with host Karin Weary and featured guest co-hosts. The world is waiting for you to show off your unique gifts. It starts with healing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Once the scars of our past are gone, we can truly begin to shine. Listen Live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Talking with Tremaine. To reach our program today, call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at com. Now, back to Talking with Jermaine.
1: All right, all right, all right. You can stop doing those high... I See, I didn't come in with how I usually do. You can stop doing those high knees, but do not sit right down. Your feet moving a little bit. Get that heart heart rate gradually coming back down.
2: And if you're walking, like I know one of my friends, he walks and listens to the show because he has... Two, two boys that are playing sports and at practice he walks the field and he listens to us.
1: See, that's great use of time management. He is being intentional.
2: Appreciate that, Derek.
1: Thanks, A-K. Derek.
2: And you know the the big thing about it. His nickname is Cheese, but it's spelled C H E E Z E.
1: Any cheese is great.
2: Oh Lord. <laughs>
1: But we are back, and we do have our very special guest on the show with us, Dee Brown. Hello, Dee. Hi there. So, if you would just give our listeners a little insight about yourself, um, share with our listeners a little bit about yourself.
4: Yes. Well, um, my name is Dee Brown. Um, oh, boy, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> happy to be your guest. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm always excited to talk about anything that has to do with health, that has to do with wellness, that has to do with diabetes. Um, I I cannot say enough about how excited I was. I know it took me some time to, for us, rather, to coordinate getting together. So I'm glad we finally did, and here I am. So thank you for having me.
1: No problem, no problem. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation.
2: And that's not the D Brown that played for the Boston Celtics that won the dunk contest with the blindfold. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Very
4: different, it's a different one. one.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we're and I just I just have to say this real quick. Our guests that we've had on the show, they've been so amazing everyone that we've had on they've just been so passionate whatever the topic was and as you can see these no different and this is why we love doing what we do and we love having the guests on that we have on with us because we're we're all here with the same goal we we want to just bring awareness to the importance of living a healthy and well life so that was mm-hmm. my little spiel <laughs> so D you yeah. You mentioned that you like, you know, talk, sorry, push-up burpee. (laughs) You like talking about diabetes and just making or helping people to become more aware of it. What is it that Mm -hmm.
4: brought on this passion for you? Um, It brought on the passion when I I started paying attention more when I was diagnosed with uh, diabetes at the age of 21. Um, It's about almost 30 years ago. And so it, um, I, I vaguely heard about the disease, didn't, didn't understand it. Um, last thing I thought was, you know, me getting diabetes. I mean, uh, it was impossible. Just mm-hmm. never thought that, um, it, it would have happened to me. And, um, uh, needless to say, it knocked me off my feet when I did. And, um, I was, it, it stumped me for, um, quite some time, I'd say the first three years, I, I, I wasn't shocked, and I really just um, did, uh, did very little, you know, learned to take the needles, and um, I always say God has a, either a sense of humor, or He has a great way of um, really driving home that verse where He says, do not be afraid. Growing up, my greatest fears in life was diabetes and snakes. And I always made a joke. I said, "Here I am in North Carolina, now have to kill snakes," (laughs) and I had to overcome the fear of using needles because I developed diabetes. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep, and and as you heard, you mentioned she was twenty one. So that goes back to the point of there's no age restriction on. any of this yeah. so how did you when you were diagnosed what were the signs and symptoms that you had and what was it that prompted you
4: to get checked out Um, I started feeling different Um, I knew something was wrong with with my body It, it was just different I didn't know what it was but I just know when you know your body um, and when you pay attention, you know that something isn't right. And so um, I started um, losing an excessive amount of weight in a very quick time. I was constantly thirsty. And um, as soon as I, I, I drank, you know, whether it was water or it was juice, I was drinking. But then as soon as I drank, I had to go... Uh, um, to the bathroom to urinate, and then I, I had to drink again, and it was like, what is happening? I didn't know what was going on.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
4: I went to the doctor, and um, the first doctor that I went to, and I tell you, you have to pay very close attention to listening to your body and paying attention in order to get to really know your own body. Mm-hmm. And the first doctor I went to, um, I remember it like the back of my hand, um she told me that um, I was losing weight because I was depressed. And I said to her, I am depressed because I know that something is wrong, and I just don't know what it is. Right. It just did not feel right. And so I had to go to a second doctor. I, You know, I, I followed uh, my heart, and I said, well, let me go get a second opinion. And they did the blood work. And so I remember clearly where I was when I got that phone call, and the doctor said to me, I actually thought, uh, in hindsight, I didn't think anything was worse than diabetes, but looking back now, I actually thought it was something worse. Mm-hmm. And it was the doctor himself on the phone, and I realized it was serious, because typically doctors do not call you.
0: Correct.
4: Their assistant would, would make the phone call. And he got on the phone, and he said, where are you? And I said, I am, I am at work. And he said, where is the closest hospital to you? And at the time, uh, I was living in uh, Philadelphia. And I said, I am close to Southwest Philadelphia Hospital, which is in South Philadelphia. And he said, I need you to get to the hospital right away. I will meet you there. He did not tell me what it was. He did Excuse me, that's my insulin pump. Um, He did not explain anything. He just said, get there, and I'll meet you there. And Of course, this this entire time, there were so many things going on in my mind. What is it? Am I going to die in five minutes? You know, I I didn't know what was happening. And Mm. so I got there, and he met me at the front door, and he said, we need to get you in. And he still didn't tell me anything. I still didn't know what was going on. And so when I got back, um, he dialogued with one of the, one of the um, people in the ER, and they took me straight back and started hooking me up to IVs. And I said, what's, what's going on? And nobody would tell me anything. I didn't know where he was at the time. But then he came in, and he said, is anyone here with you? And I said, no, a friend of mine had dropped me off from my, a coworker of mine. So therefore, I didn't have time to call anybody to say, hey, I'm going here. My doctor called. So anyway, Mm -hmm. he came in and he said, your blood sugar is 800. Hmm. And at the time, I did not even know what blood sugar meant, and it was just a whirlwind. Um, And um, I'm not even quite sure what I thought of the time. All I remember was 800. And then I saw, you know, there was an IV in my left arm, there was an IV in my right arm, and they were taking all kinds of vitals. Everybody was rushing around me. Um, He did ask for my mom's phone number and anybody else, and um, they called. But then, um, eventually, they slowly explained what it was. Mom got there, all my siblings got there, and they were really just breaking it down. And um, I think I stayed in whirlwind for... um, good two months because being diagnosed with diabetes was the last thing on my mind Um, in a way it was kind of a relief as the weeks were going by because I started to learn different things about you know how it could be managed or how it could be reversed they didn't know at the time if it was Uh, type 1 or type 2 or gestational. They had no clue at all. So um, I was in a whirlwind for quite a while and stayed there for quite some time too. Wow, that's, yeah, that's
1: a lot to take in, especially the not knowing part. I, I couldn't even begin to imagine how that felt. Mm-hmm.
4: That I was the worst part of it, was really not knowing, not understanding what the disease was and uh, right. not knowing uh, what to do or how to maneuver through this. But I tell you, I've become a pro sense at handling this, <laughs> and I'm grateful yeah.
1: for that. Absolutely.
2: That that blood sugar of 800, that was pretty much, you were on the brink of going into a coma, like, if I'm not yes, mistaken. I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
4: I was, but yeah. I tell you. Um, the hand of God
2: is all I can say right and my dad he has um, he has diabetes I keep forgetting because numbers throw me off type 1 type 2 he's Mm -hmm. insulin dependent and my sister Mm -hmm. she has I think she's pre-diabetic and then I have Mm -hmm. like a close friend of the family he has diabetes I don't know if he's insulin dependent or not Um, Mm -hmm. but it it can be prevented and it can be worked out you have to go on a lot of medications um with that high blood sugar you had hyper glucose i forgot what it's called hyperglycemia
4: and hi- yeah. hypoglycemia
2: and hyperglycemia yeah yeah hyper, um, hyper hyperglycemia yes. and um you know that's, that's that's one thing is like if you don't know you need to get checked out some of these signs and symptoms the frequent urination the frequent thirst you know when i was a kid my mother i was going to the bathroom a lot but i was also drinking a lot of fluids um gatorade mm-hmm. drinking water and eating fruit so it was caused me to go to the bathroom but now i go to the restroom quite often because i drink a lot of water so i know mm-hmm. that that's the reason why i'm going to the restroom um but you also have to make sure you get your blood sugar checked every so often.
1: All right. Yes. And to put Thank things you. in perspective, when you say your your blood sugar level was at eight hundred, mm-hmm. what's the normal
4: rate level that should be An average blood at? sugar. Mm-hmm. An average blood sugar for for someone who isn't um, a diabetic should be between eighty and one twenty. And you are at 800. Adult. And I was at 800, yes.
2: And that's why people used so, to call it, well, as they say, the quote-unquote old folks always used to call it sugar diabetes.
4: All right. Sugar diabetes, yeah. Um, it, it, there are two, well, now it, it's found out that there are more than two. Um, I think medical research is now saying there are four to five different kinds the ones that are most popular is your type two diabetes, your type one diabetes, your um uh please forgive me because sometimes when um I get a low blood sugar myself, which I believe I'm having, I'm drinking some juice right now, it affects my thought process and it takes me longer to um to to respond or, or speak. But um mm-hmm. there's also gestational diabetes which affects pregnant women. And now there is, I forgot what the other um, two is called. But they're finding different, different kinds. Now, type 1, a lot of people get type 1 and type 2 diabetes mixed up. So let me explain the difference. Type 1 diabetes is because the pancreas makes no insulin at all. And insulin, it's like the, the key that opens the, the lock to allow the glucose to be used by the body for energy. Type 1 diabetics makes no insulin at all. So your pancreas does not work. Type 2 diabetes the body the, the pancreas makes insulin, but the body does not use it correctly. Therefore that king, it cannot open that insulin that it it needs to turn that food that you're eating into energy, it's not used properly. Gestational diabetes is typically um, pregnant women. So when you're carrying the fetus, you know, you're now going to have to make excess glucose, excess um, insulin, I'm sorry, to break down the excess glucose that both you and the baby are creating in your body. And that typically is reversed after the baby is born. Some people find that that has not been the case. They go on to become in full diabetic. And and I guess I'm not quite sure. I haven't seen any research, or I have not done my research to back that that up with regards to what percentage of women get beyond the pregnancy, have the baby, and the gestational diabetes goes away, and what percentage it continues. But um, normally it does go away. Um, The thing that I I wish I could shout at the top of my lungs is to tell type 2s, and I say this all the time, if I had to choose between becoming a type 1 diabetic or a type 2 diabetic, I would become a type 2 diabetic because you know what? The discipline I have developed, I would not have type 2s. Because type 2 diabetes typically affects people with sedentary lifestyle and bad diet. Right. And, and, you and on that control. note,
1: we're going to um, get ready to take our next commercial break, but that's a great ending point. We're going to talk about that a little bit more um, when we get back from the commercial break. But this is this is great information, Dee. Yep. So, mm-hmm. hold planks till we get back.
2: Keep that core tight. See you in a little bit. <laughs>
0: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
3: Training with Tremaine is where you want to visit for your motivation and results. Stop by to find out about our training programs. We offer both one-on-one training as well as group training for corporate functions and organizations. We offer boot camps, couch to 5K, and road to 10K running programs. And coming soon virtual training. Also, take a look at our store for the best in motivational products like t-shirts in both kid and adult sizes. Visit our site at trainingwithtremaine.com. That's trainingwithtremaine.com.
0: Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel is a program that explores emotional management for a healthier lifestyle. On each program, we discuss ideas that support emotional well-being, such as mental illness, relationships, parenting, and family connections, and much more. If you are facing challenges in your life, you can grow and learn by exploring new techniques in dealing with stress anxiety and relationships perspectives with dr vadisha patel airs live wednesdays at 1 p.m eastern time 10 a.m pacific on voice america health and wellness
4: have you had a chance to check out voice america's online magazine and blog if you love our hosts and shows check out articles that give an even deeper perspective plus topics about health and fitness movie reviews philosophy business tips and tactics spirituality positive thought current events and even more about your favorite host it's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com that's blog.voiceamerica.com the voice america press blog all access all the time opinions
0: options answers you're listening to voice america health and wellness you are listening to talking with tremaine to reach our program today, call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at Now, back to Talking with Tremaine.
1: We are back. We are back. If you would like to keep holding that plank... Feel free to. Cynthia,
0: hold the (laughs) plate.
1: We always call Cynthia out. She she texted me earlier today. She was catching up on the shows for the push-ups. I think it was when we had... Uh, do how many see how many push-ups you could do in a certain amount of time sure so like i'll get that number to you but i'm at work it might be a little weird so we love you <laughs> cynthia <laughs> we mess with you but it's because we love you
0: <laughs>
1: but we are back and before we i uh, went to our ne- our last commercial break they was mentioning how a lot of the misconceptions with type 1 and type 2 diabetes and i like what she was saying about lifestyle, so she mentioned mm-hmm. if she had type two diabetes, she wouldn't have it. <laughs> so, talk to us a little bit more about that D, if you would, and keeping active well, with this with diabetes.
4: Yes, with with type two diabetes, like I said, type two diabetes is it typically is reversible. Pre diabetes and type two diabetes are very much. Um, Controllable. It can be reversed. If you make simple changes in your diet and in your exercise, it can be reversed. And the fact that you have such control um, over that di- over type 2 diabetes, um, I hope and pray that a lot of people who are dealing with the type 2 aspect of it understands this is in your control. This is mm-hmm. this is something that happened to you that can be controlled. Simple exercise, simple diet change. Um, and there's a lot of things that type 1 diabetics do that type 2 diabetics can, can do. Um, for example, um, I am a stay-at-home mom, and I get... My work, I do my workout while I am at home doing everything that I need to do. Um, If I'm taking laundry up the stairs, I will put my laundry basket on my right hip and I will take every other step. And I'm focusing on doing uh, you know, typically when people are stepping, they they tend to step with the um, just the front portion of their foot and not their entire heel. Here's mm-hmm. what I do in everything that I do, I think about exercise. In everything that I eat, I think about how it's going to affect me. There's never a moment. That I don't go by because that's what diabetes, having diabetes, whether you're type 1 or type 2, that's what is required for you to do. If you put a grape in your mouth, whether you're type 1 or you're type 2, you're having to think about the effect. How is this one little grape going to change my glucose level? Wow. So everything you do, everything you do, if I take a sip, of juice, and I typically don't drink juice. However, I always keep orange juice in my home because my my blood sugars can go anywhere from 35 to 350. 35 is not a good number for me. Like I said, the the typical person should have a glucose anywhere from 90 to 120. But um, again, as a type one diabetic. You get those fluctuations if you don't eat on time, and a lot of type 2 diabetics will feel that, that, hyper, that hypoglycemia, which is hyperglycemia is, refers to high blood sugar. So to remember the difference, when you think of hyper, think of you know, going high, and hypoglycemia refers to low blood sugars. So mm-hmm. t- some type 2 diabetics will experience both. Um, ever so often, depending on how they're managing their diet and exercise. Type 1 diabetics will get more of that fluctuation between hypo and hyper, but it all can be controlled with diet and exercise. So if you just begin to change that mindset about every single thing that you do, you will, you know, I know time, time management is so Time, rather, is so limited to a lot of us because I used to work full-time and I used to go to school full-time and I still had to find time to manage my diabetes. I am grateful now that I've had the privilege to be a stay-at-home mom, but it is no different. I am busier now than when I worked full-time and went to school full-time, but I still have to find those times. And so the times when I cannot find the time, I incorporate everything that I'm doing to how can I lower my blood sugar? How is this going to affect my blood sugar? So like I said, if I'm going up the stairs with with a load of laundry, I will put that on my right hip and I will step every other stairs and go up the stairs. And if I have to come back down, I put it on the opposite hip and I do that. At night, if I'm brushing my teeth, I do my wall fit. If I happen to be, you know, if I'm at the grocery store and I... Pick up the, if I'm taking very few grocery bags, you best believe I balance them out. I have three grocery bags in the left and three grocery bags <laughs> in the right, and I'm doing my curls as I'm walking. So in everything that you do, even if you don't have the time, do your wall fits when you're brushing your teeth. Think about when you're going upstairs. If I'm taking the pots from the dishwasher to put them away, I will take... I will stack three or four pots, and I will put them together, and I will lift them. And I may just do a few curls, and I have to walk with them from one side of the kitchen. So every single thing, it's just a matter of, if you start switching that mindset about what I eat and what I do, you will find that you can, you can, you can um, incorporate exercise, and eating. And the eating aspect of it, I know I haven't touched on that very much. But like I said, in everything that I'm eating, I think about how is it going to affect me. There are times I have to stop and I need to get fast food. I, I don't do the fry. You know, I don't eat burgers outside of my home because I'm not quite sure what percentage of ground beef is 70. percent right. meat.
2: We're not or
4: either. 30% fat. <laughs> so I don't. And I've gotten so much into the habit of if I go somewhere and I order I'm ordering something I will take the bun I I, I like Wendy's and I like Chick-fil-A and you know what I do? I get the grilled sandwich. And I'll take one piece of that uh, bread off because I think about the carbohydrates and the ratio. The carbohydrates is going to really cause my blood sugar to go up. And I'm sitting and, and I'm going to be driving. And I don't want my blood sugars going through the roof because when your blood sugars get high and you're behind the wheel, uh, that's disaster. Because when you get, to, after you've consumed that many carbs, you're going to feel tired. And so I'll take off a half of that bun, and I'll always substitute my fries for that side salad. Or if it's a cold day outside, I'll substitute it for chili, and I'll only have half the chili. And in everything I do, I apply the 20-minute rule. And, so, and for those of us who may not remember, you know, the 20-minute rule is it takes your stomach 20 minutes to send that signal to your brain that, hey, I have eaten. Hey, I'm full. And I will wait. I'll go ahead and do something else. My husband drives a lot for work. And I noticed there were times when he would get tired. And the first thing a lot of us want to turn to is, I need some coffee or I need some candy. This is going to keep me awake. Well, as I, I've, I've there's probably only four or six states I have not visited, all the others I have driven to. So I've spent a lot of time driving, and I hope for someone who drives a lot, This will help them, or the truck drivers who hear this, this will help them. I've gotten sleepy behind the wheel so many times, and you know what my biggest go-to is? Ice. Ice. I will stop and I will get a cup of crunched ice, crushed ice, and mint, peppermint. Peppermint is great for alertness, and when you pop that mint into your mouth, with a few pieces of ice or one piece of ice, and try to crunch that as you're driving, or ice cold water. I guarantee you, take that experiment and try it sometime <laughs> when you get sleepy. Pop a mint. I use Mentos a lot because it it has that real fiery mint taste um, and ice, and I, I I guarantee you it will keep you it will keep you awake.
2: Definitely know that because. Um, <laughs> So there's a couple of things that you said. Now, one, you have these people out here brushing their teeth, holding wall sits. <laughs> I
1: love it. I love it.
2: Now, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean hold the wall sit, brush your teeth for like 10 seconds. Like really <laughs> brush your teeth. And, you know, they, well, okay. So it was said used to be three minutes, but that's great. I mean, you're getting your workout any way you can. Like
1: this, this is just absolutely. real quick. This is the true definition of being intentional.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have now we'll to say you
4: just don't have the
2: time. I, you know what? You have the time, so that goes back to one of our shows where we had said, "No more excuses are no excuse." You have no excuse. Right. So mm-hmm. the one thing That's that I, you know, I kind of agree with you, but then again, I fight amongst myself. So you said you give up the fries, but. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's be honest. I try to give up the fries sometimes, but a lot of times that's like a driving food. Um, but I will substitute chili or a salad a lot of times, and salad has that mm-hmm. roughish that you need. Um, you need those dark leafy greens. I know Wendy's they use romaine lettuce. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some other places they use like romaine lettuce. Like iceberg lettuce has been known not to have any nutritional value at all. But it's more but so it water. Say again. It, it beats having those fries. It, well, in certain occasions in certain occasions. I'm just gonna say that because we had a little thing, you know, it's like when it comes to fries. Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. has some good fries if they're hot. And then again you have Bojango's fries, if they're seasoned, just light enough. And then Wendy's fries. And those are only mm-hmm. well, and then of course you got the almighty McDonald's fries, but I think the salt. That, on is that. way
1: too salty. Yeah. Oh.
2: But um but I did want to mention that you did say the 20 minute rule, and that's when your stomach mm-hmm. sends a signal to your brain to say that I'm full. And we Mm -hmm. had just mentioned this on one of our shows that when you do like Nathan's hot dog eating contest on the 4th of July, they are bypassing Mm -hmm. the leptin receptor, which is actually that signal that goes from the stomach to the brain to say, hey, I'm full. So there you go. That's that's what it is. Uh, And a lot of people, the American diet, it doesn't have a lot of fiber and it doesn't have a lot of fruit. But you did mention that you keep orange juice. And this is one thing that diabetics need to have is orange juice and maybe a piece of hard candy just if your sugar drops low and you don't have anything else to bring it up. Um, Mm -hmm. That's one thing. And another thing is that anybody, not not just diabetics, but anybody can have a low blood sugar, which will make Mm -hmm. you feel lethargic and really want to go to sleep so anybody is capable of having a low blood sugar so you just want to keep that up so great stuff d is not a doctor uh we are not doctors but we just we know some stuff um and we have these things so we geez i don't,
1: I don't know d i think we i know it took some You know, time to get us together, but we may have to do another Mm -hmm. show because I feel like there's so much more. We have about two minutes left. It just went by so quick, but it's just such good information. And I just feel there's so much more that people just need to know because knowing is half the battle. It it is.
2: G.I. Joe
4: thank you <laughs> yeah yeah it 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 is and i'll be more than happy to um like I said, it is my passion i'll be more than happy to do that it's um if there's two pointers um, I can leave you guys Absolutely. with, and you know feel free to 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 share this if you can't add it to the tape. There are two things I always um, tell my diabetic clients, and really, I try to tell all my clients when you get up. Every day, um, I start my day with being grateful. Mm-hmm. I start my day with simply being grateful and, and grateful and being mindful. And one of the things I do on a daily basis is, if I know it's a day I'm going to have to be out, I challenge myself all the time, and it's now become such a joke that I play on myself to figure out how many fast food places can I pass without stopping to eat. <laughs> nice. I play that challenge all the time. One of the other things I, I started sharing with my clients um, when I was taking clients at the time was I have found, I have not looked at any scientific data to back this up, but from where I stand and the observations I make in my own home and, you know, in, in the people that I see, the taste buds, has to be the hardest thing to change. And that's why there's so many of us that struggle with that. And I tell people all the time if you do nothing else, if you have children especially, do not start feeding them bad food. It is the hardest thing to change. And when you grow up eating, you know, uh, French fries and, and hamburgers, then and now you expect that your kid is going to make different choices later chances are they're not
1: right absolutely well that is great that's our show for today and until next week we'll see you later thanks so much and we're gonna
2: have homework get checked out get your blood sugar checked out
4: there you go yes indeed well thank you guys so much for having me
0: Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to join Tremaine and David Ellis for another edition of Talking with Tremaine next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to see you here next week.